The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Community Conversations. I'm your host, Roger Colton. The Belmont Farmers Market opens for yet another season uh, this week, and we are going to be speaking today with Hal Shubin, who is the chair of the committee of the Belmont Food Collaborative that uh, uh, administers and runs the the Farmers Market. Uh, Thanks for stopping over, Hal. Thanks for having me. Uh, Before we get started, can uh, can you give us... uh, a, a small lowdown on what the farmers market is and what its relationship with the the food collaborative is. It's it's not a standalone organization, right? Right. So the farmers market was started in 2006, and in about 2010, a group of us decided that we needed to have a um, nonprofit. So we formed the parent organization organization after the child, kind of backwards, but. Um, that was the beginning of the Belmont Food Collaborative. So it's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Meaning that contributions to it are tax deductible. That's right. And the work is uh, food-related education, wellness, the farmer's market, um, and um, a number of things like that that we'll get into. Now, I uh, talked about how this is the, the week that the farmer's market opens Uh, so it opens in early june and uh and it will run for how many weeks um the market opens tomorrow june 6th and it runs through october 31st but there will not be a market on independence day which is a thursday uh and when uh uh when it's open it's open on thursday afternoons uh from when to when so we open at two Uh, And it's in the back of the parking lot behind the stores in Belmont Center at Cross and Channing Street. And uh, we run till 6.30. After Labor Day, we close at 6 because it starts to get dark and chilly. Are you open uh, irrespective of weather or is it weather permitting? I don't think. We may have closed once, but we open as long as we we open and we stay open as long as there aren't horrible storms. Last year, there was a day when we thought we'd have to close and send everybody home because there was a lightning storm approaching, but uh, we were okay. Tell us what, what people would see. So people, go, uh, the parking lot you talk, uh, talked about is the, the Claflin parking lot behind Belmont Center, so right. behind the, the craft beer cellar, behind Champions, and right. so on and so forth. Way in but, the back. Uh, it's in the public parking right. lot. Uh, part of that parking lot. Right. So if somebody goes down there and what is it evident where the, the farmer's market is? It's uh, bustling with activity? I sure hope so. Um, <laughs> in a way, it's not evident because we're in the back of a parking lot. There are tall arborvitae blocking the view from the street. So we have signs around to direct people from the center to the market. Um, but we have 19 parking spaces. Some vendors take up two and the market manager takes up one. So we have about 15 different vendors. And mostly they have white pop-up tents, so you can see that. And there's usually a good 
a good crowd there, and we have lots of events, so you're likely to hear music. Well, let's let's talk about that for a minute. So, wh what's at the market? What uh, what would people find? Um, well, we have uh, vendors in a lot of different categories. I brought a list, so I wouldn't forget. Okay. We've got um, six farmers this year. Uh, we have um, two bakers uh, bringing sweets, you know, pastries and cookies and whatever, alternating weeks. And breads? We have a bread vendor who comes every week. And when you say uh, farmers, that's produce? Yeah, right. So actually the, the meat vendor is a farmer as well. So yeah. Uh -huh. So uh, we have a new meat vendor this year that we're very excited about. Uh, we have a fish vendor who brings in day boat caught fish plus some smoked fish. So it's all, it's all fresh and uh, pretty local, as local as fish can be. We have some prepared food vendors, so you can get empanadas, you can get uh, fresh pasta. Um, and um, in the beginning of the season, you know, it's New England. There's not that much growing in May and June, so some of the farmers will bring greens because they might grow earlier, things that grow in the greenhouse, plus uh, flowers that they grow in the greenhouse and plants that you can put in your garden as well. Now, when, um, when I went to the farmer's market in Burlington, Vermont once, uh, they even had things like uh, crafts and pottery, yeah. but you don't have that here in Belmont. This no, is food-related. just food. We, we get uh, comments through the website once in a while from people that want to come and do crafts and things, but we just don't have the space for it. Uh, and it would take another person to curate that and make sure we had the right folks coming in. Um, so we, we decided to just focus on food. One thing I heard you uh, talk about, uh, I think I heard this anyway, was you talked about the meat vendor and the, uh, the farmers. Do you have particular slots that uh, you try to fill? Or, and the fish vendor, do you, yeah. do you go looking for a meat vendor and go looking for a fish vendor, or is that just the way it happens to be? Um, well, we try to have a full range of food that you'd want to take home to make meals out of and snacks out of. Um, so we want to have meat, fish, dairy. We have a new uh, cheese vendor this year and one that's been with us for a while. We want to have some prepared foods, some breads, some baked goods. I know I'm leaving some of that. We have a mead vendor. We've had wine in the past. Um, I find it to be probably good when people complain that we have too much of this and too much of that because it all balances out. The way I look at it is if you think we have too many uh, pastry vendors, well, we also have everybody else that's there. And, you know, some people, me included, uh, like to make sure we have some good pastry choices at the market. Do, you, uh, do vendors come back every year or do you start anew uh, every year? We have uh, a total of 32 vendors this year. Most of them, I think, come every week. Some come once a month, every other week. Um, we, and you know that all, all ahead of time. It's not just whoever, oh. whichever vendor, because you can plan that way. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, well, let's, let me finish that. We'll come back to planning, because okay. that's a, a major thing. Okay. Um, so we've got about... 12 or 14 new vendors and about 18 or 20 vendors that have been with us for a while. I think some have been with us since about when we started in 2006. Obviously, it's good to have vendors who stay with you. It's like any business. I mean, we're really a business. And if you've got ongoing relationships with customers and vendors, it just makes things easier. But things change. Um, 
Some people think of farmer's markets as a sort of an incubator for small local businesses. So we might have a baker who's just starting out and then opens a store and can't do the farmer's market anymore. Or, or they just but, change their business ideas. And that happened once with the, uh, the gluten-free yeah. uh, uh, bakery that was in Belmont for a while. They started at the farmer's market. Yeah, um, and then they opened a store up on Belmont Street, I think. Right. Um, I don't know exactly what happened after that, but right. And that, you know, that's a great thing. It's really, it's really a community thing in so many ways. Um, and, and that's part of it, helping people, helping people get started. So we spend the off-season planning, right? So the market ended at the end of October. I think we had our first planning meeting in the beginning of November. We go to the winter farmers markets and we see who's there that fills a need that we have either for a new kind of product or to replace somebody who's leaving. Of course, that's fun. You go and you talk to them. Sometimes you get a sample or you just buy a bunch of stuff and you take it home. And, um, you know, the goal is to have a good balance so that you can go there, get meals and snacks and whatever you need for your house. Now, uh, you and I have talked before about... Um how people use a farmer's market, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I, I thought your your perspective was interesting uh, on how people can, and mm-hmm. uh, this implies a, a judgment, and I don't mean to imply it, but uh, can and should use a farmer's market and how it's perhaps yeah. not most effectively used. So there's the, e- yeah, so in a way it's the easy way um, to go and look and see what's available. If you go to a supermarket, um, you're going to find blueberries year-round. You're going to find corn year-round. But it comes from Mexico or Guatemala or California. Uh, All of the vendors that we have, except for the maple syrup vendor and one of the composting ones, I think, are from Massachusetts. So whatever you buy is in season, which means you're not going to get corn in, in June. June. You're yeah. not going to get you're not going to get winter squash in the beginning of the year. So the best thing to do is kind of go with an open mind. You can always get meat and dairy and uh, fish, cheese, bread, but the produce changes. It's New England, right? Right now, there's just not a whole lot growing outside. So um, you go and you what is available is. What's available. What, what's available. Yeah. So, and the vendors are friendly, right? Part of their business is helping shoppers understand what they have. So, I don't know if you've ever had kohlrabi. Um, no. I, I, what's, <laughs> so, it sounds like a bad knock-knock joke, but uh, what's kohlrabi? Kohlrabi is... Um, kohlrabi. K-O-H-L-R-A-B-I, I think. Okay. So, it's, it's kind of a dense thing. Um, what's it like? Like, kind of, kind of softball-shaped... And it has these leaf stems, sorry, these stems that come up from the bottom. And I always thought it looked like the Sputnik satellite. Um, but I was at a market once where they had cut some up and put it out for sampling, and it's pretty tasty. It's crisp. It's, uh, you know, got some juiciness to it. And uh, it's the kind of thing you can put in a salad or saute or shred up and put it in something. And the farmers often have samples, and they love to talk about what they have and how you can use it. So what I hear is that people should go to the the market, see what's there, and and, uh, go with the attitude of saying, 
this is what's available yeah. and I'll get what's available and take it home and use it rather than trying to go find a meal like you yeah. might at Star Market. Right. If you have to have stuffed squash tonight, then you have to go to a Star Market or Whole Foods or Costco. But if you want to have whatever's fresh, then the, the farmer's market's a thing. And really, freshness is the key, right? Because when corn's in season, they probably picked it that day or the day before. And so it's as fresh as it can get. You go to a supermarket, often the, the leaves on the outside of the corn look a little dry. That's never going to happen at a farmer's market. And because it's fresher, the nutrition is likely to be higher. And it doesn't go bad as quickly. They raise the food for taste, not for shipability. And so you're getting a good deal. Let, let's look at the, the flip side of that uh, as well. So what other than the just the the sales that a vendor gets uh, do vendors uh, why do vendors come to a, a farmer's market uh, it seems like there must be an easier way to make a, a a dollar you could back that up a little bit and say why does anybody farm uh, it's hard work um, I took my 26 year old strawberry picking when he was little and I thought I just don't know how anybody does this and it was just one afternoon um, well, they get to sell right to the consumer, so there's not the markup that a store would have. Um, and they like to talk to the shoppers and um, talk about what they do. And uh, you know, people develop really good relations, relationships with, uh, with the vendors and the vendors with the shoppers. Um, I guess, you know, it's, in a way, it's, it's what they do. Some of them really don't do retail in stores, don't do wholesale. They do farmer's markets and um, Farm stands. And is there a community of vendors? Uh, and what I mean by that is, is there a group of vendors that uh, you would find whether you go to the Belmont Farmers Market or the Lexington Market? Or yes, good point. Is good there um, As time has gone on and there have been more and more farmers markets, you can look at the list of who's at a market and find a lot of overlap. And there seems to be more of that as time goes on. I don't want to say that they're all the same because they're not. One of the things that I think makes us special is what we have besides the food. The vendors have told us, and the shoppers as well, because we do surveys, they've told us that there's a great sense of community at the Belmont Farmers Market. So we have uh, one of our volunteers who spends a ton of time organizing events and uh, somebody else organizes the community table. So we've got music, we've got art, we've got programs for kids, we've got story time every week. Um, local elected officials come and do office hours. The rec department comes and talks about programs. When my kids were little, I had no idea what was available for sports activities, but we bring the rec department in and they, they talk about that. Um, the, Recycling coordinator will be there tomorrow to talk about the, the new plastic bag ban. Um, so we try to um, make it be special, make it be community. And it seems to work because people tell us that they don't just come in, buy something, and leave. They stay because it's a good environment. So what I hear you saying is um, I have a friend who uh, has been involved with the Belmont Farmers Market for a good many years, and she has probably spent that many years trying to convince me to come over to juggle uh, some some week. And, 
And that's consistent with having performances. Yeah. And I think we have a couple of slots open in the um, events tent. <laughs> we have a, a, mu a, a magician who comes in and he entertains kids and adults. He finished grad graduate school last year. I think he started when he was in middle school. And, you know, you can't walk past a magician without stopping. Yes. Um, and, you know, we've got music. Little kids get up and dance. Um, people enjoy the music, all kinds of genres. It really, and you run into people you know, and you make new friends. So it's a real community, uh, real community thing. Let's look at the the business side of yeah. that being a, a community. Um, does the and I could see how this could go either way. Uh, does the farmers market compete with, complement, uh, contribute to the businesses in Belmont Center? I mean, the fact that they're you're right behind our business, our mm -hmm. primary business mm -hmm. district. Uh, do people go from the farmer's market uh, into the bookstore or yeah. into the toy store? We, um, we do a survey every fall, and uh, we ask people about that, and they go to stores. People tell us, some people don't, but most of the shoppers seem to go to a number of stores um, to run their errands, the things that you do. So we believe that we're bringing people into Belmont Center. The merchants may not see that because you want to buy your meat and fish and peaches before you do all your other errands so yes. that you don't make a mess or damage the produce. Um, but And we have merchants from the center and other parts of town come to the market. So last year we had Cuvée Fine Wines and the Craft Beer Cellar come on the same day. Uh, the selectmen told us we could do samples, so they did samples. They talked about what they had. And um, we like to promote businesses like that. We have restaurants come in and do tastings. New restaurants can you know, meet customers and, and promote their businesses. And we help shoppers learn about other things that are available in town. Something you just said uh, strikes me. Uh, you talk about people buying their, their produce or whatever they're going to buy and then mm -hmm. uh, going uh, somewhere else. Uh, the town of Belmont recently banned plastic bags. Uh, does that apply to you? I, yes. Do you have, is there a policy? Do people need to bring their own bags? Do you yes. have bags? Um, so the ban is about the thin film bags that you used to get at Star Market at CVS, the kind you have to kind of rub to open them up. Um, and we've been reminding people about that. And I spoke to Mary Beth Callanan, who is the recycling coordinator at the DPW to understand how it applied to the farmer's market. Um, and she'll be there to talk to vendors and shoppers. So we're hoping that people will come with their own bags. And as it turns out, we sell very nice reusable <laughs> cloth bags with the farmer's market logo on them. Um, and you know, there'll be some confusion in the beginning, but the ban isn't new. It's been at Star Market since winter and in town since early spring, I believe. And it's in other towns as well, so the vendors should be familiar with it. So the notion of not being allowed to use uh, the thin film bags. Uh, well, the vendors can't give them out. If you've got a bunch of them, you can bring you them. You can bring them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Let's um, uh, talk about uh, an aspect of uh, the business that perhaps is a bit more serious. Some people can't afford to yeah. go uh, food shopping. And my understanding is that the farmer's market actually has a program mm -hmm. that will help folks out? Yes. So 
part of the mission of the Belmont Food Collaborative, and as you pointed out, it's a nonprofit. One of the reasons we founded it was to be able to take uh, charitable donations. Um, we have so we do a lot of things in in food assistance. The uh, food, what used to be food stamps, is now called SNAP, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, and it's uh, run with uh, EBT cards, bank cards. Uh, so we match SNAP transactions up to $20 per shopper per week. We also match uh, WIC and FMNP coupons. WIC is for women, infants, and children, and the other is for seniors. And so we match those dollar for dollar. Um, we um, do fundraising for that. If people would like to donate and help their neighbors bring home good, healthy local food, go to the BelmontFarmersMarket.org website or the Belmont food.org website. Um, and we have sponsors, uh, a new program with sponsors this year uh, who've made generous donations to help. So business sponsors. Those. Yeah. And um, that would, uh, oh, that provides an, an income stream so right. you can match yeah. uh, the yeah. public assistance there, program. There, there's another food assistance program that we're not really involved with, but the state runs called HIP, Healthy Incentives Program. That provides between 40 and $80 per family uh, per month, depending on household size, and it's free produce bought directly from a farmer, basically. That came up in 2017, sort of took us by surprise, and we spent our entire 21-week food matching budget in about a month because um, people just really came in for that. We did some fundraising quickly in the summer uh, to make up the shortfall. We do a, an annual appeal in the winter, and um, the community supports us. It's really it's really very a very good thing. Well, listening to you, it, it seems too, uh, unless this would just take so much time that uh, it would become uh, undoable. Seems like there are all sorts of town, anti town agencies or town departments. Like you would uh, be working with the Council on Aging, you would be working mm -hmm. with the Health Department. Yeah. Uh, is that does that occur? Do you work with the schools? Yes. There are about a dozen questions. Uh, Yes. Uh, there, but yes to all of them. Um, <laughs> okay. So we've got a great relationship with the Department of Health. Uh, they've got rules about how food should be stored and sold, and my philosophy is good. I want to be safe, and tell me what the <laughs> rules are. We'll help you enforce them. They come and do inspections. Um, we do work with the schools. In fact, we were discussing at a meeting on Monday, a, a committee meeting, about um, giving gift certificates to the schools to hand out to families in need as a way to help them bring good food to their families. Um, we do work with uh, Counts on Aging. A couple of people from the Food Collaborative go down there and do a program and show people you know, different ways to use some of the produce that we have at the market. Uh, we try to be as involved in the community um, to achieve all of our goals as we can, given the number of people that we have and the no amount of time we have. And I know that there is, uh, this is tangentially related, but I, I know there's a relationship between the Belmont uh, Food Pantry mm -hmm. and uh, a group uh, called the Boston Area Gleaners. Yeah. Is there uh, a relationship with the farmer's market? Yes. Good. Um, that's another part of our food assistance program. There's Food for Free, which is sort of a food rescue program. They collect produce at the end of the they being day. the gleaners 
No, separately. There's the, oh, okay. So Food for Free comes to the market and collects things that the vendors want to donate I at the end of it. the day. They don't take that to the food pantry because the food pantry is not open on Thursday afternoons and they can't sure. store food. They take it elsewhere and we give them some money and they take other people's food to the pantry. We also support the Boston area gleaners and, you know, gleaning is, uh, goes back to biblical times. The farmers don't pick everything they possibly can in their fields and the gleaners go and get things that either the farmers say, take this, it's a donation, or just the things around the edges that they don't, it's not productive for them to get, and they distribute it to various places. We also have a, a basket at the manager's tent at the market for people to leave donations for the food pantry. Now, when I, I talk about the farmer's market, uh, a farmer's market, uh, this is self-evident, but isn't unique to Belmont. Uh, I can go to Lexington or uh, Arlington, or there's one in Harvard Square. Uh, yep. uh, there, uh, farmers markets exist in multiple towns. Mm -hmm. uh, you, do you folks work together? Is yeah. there a a community of farmers markets, an association of farmers yeah. markets? Yeah, that's another another community aspect. So there's the Mass Farmers Market Agency, which is in Waltham. They provide various kinds of support to markets. There's the Mass Department of Agricultural Resources that provides us with information. But we have our own, and there are various conferences that we go to. Um, but we have our own community as well. So I've become friendly with the woman that runs the Lexington Market and the man that runs the Hingham Market. We have lunch once in a while and talk about things. But the woman from the Lexington Market and I started a Facebook group for farmers market managers where we can say, I have this problem with, you know, insurance or weather or finding vendors or volunteers. What have you done? And as with anything else, it's just great to talk to people who've been through the same thing. Um, and we get together when we're at a conference and meet each other in person, which is uh -huh. kind of fun. And um, we do some farm visits where we go out and visit the produce farmers. This year we're going to do some farmers market field trips, the committee members, and go visit other markets and see exactly what they do when they're doing it. Now, you've used the word community uh, and how the farmer's market is intended to contribute yeah. to a sense of community. So uh, what I hear f from that is the farmer's market isn't just about the food. That's right. Uh, the farmer's, well, it, it extends beyond right. being a provider or a vendor of food. So, you know, it was started um, in 2006. Uh, there was a group of people that was called Walk Belmont or something like that. Sure. And Haley Tomford was in that, and Ann Paulson, who was our state senator, and a number of other people. I wasn't involved then. And the goal was to find some way to get people to, to, to have a place to walk to and bicycle to, just another community thing. And this grew out of that, and Haley wound up being the person who ran it for the first couple of years. Um, so that's always been a key part. We want to fit into the community. We want to bring the community in. We want to make it a fun place to be so that you don't just run in and buy your stuff and leave. You hang around, talk to people, make new friends, talk to us. We're very friendly. <laughs> Maybe even volunteer or make a donation. Listen, uh, listen to music. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, your website again is? BelmontFarmersMarket.org and the parent organization is BelmontFood.org. Okay. Uh, we are out of time. Okay. Uh, thanks for stopping over. We have been speaking with Hal Shubin, who is the chair of the Farmers Market Committee of the Belmont Food Collaborative. 
the Belmont Food, uh, Farmers Market opens this week, and it will run, at, this week being the first week of June, it will run on uh, Thursday afternoons from 2 to 6.30. And 2 to 6 after Labor Day, and we're open until October 31st, Halloween. Thanks for stopping over. I want to thank Hal again. I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. You've been listening to Community Conversations. I'm your host, Roger Colton. You can access Community Conversations online through the Belmont Media Center website, belmontmedia.org. You can also access Community Conversations through iTunes by searching for the BMC Podcast Network. Thank you again for listening. I'll talk to you again next time.